Hello and welcome to the This Is Marketing Podcast. I'm Ross Marone, and in this first episode of 2018, we're gonna be talking about augmented reality marketing. It wasn't long ago that I talked about augmented reality, and I'm pretty sure I was talking about uh, maybe more of the augmented reality as it pertains to shopping, and this idea of uh, kind of like the virtual reality headsets that uh, would be sweet for athletics and football and things like that and be able to buy a ticket with your VR headset and have a field pass to a NFL game uh, and make that part of like an NFL package where you can buy that ticket for the game and you're on the ground, but you're actually at home on your couch. Uh, and augmented reality is, is different from that. Um, in a sense, but it's kind of the same. I mean, a lot of what we see, uh, if you're if you're a sports fan, when you watch NFL games, there's a lot of augmented reality uh, kind of things they put into the game, such as stats or player profiles, where they actually overlay something on the field while a camera's moving, and that piece is there, and it can be animated. Uh, if you happen to have a Google Pixel phone, um, you actually have on your camera, uh, you'll see augmented reality, uh, there's an AR little button there once you get in your camera that you could go in and actually drop in Star Wars things. Uh, there's some little creatures and stuff that you could drop into whatever room you're in and videotape or take photos of. And really cool. They interact with you. They have a sense of where you are in the room. Um, and they could be animated or they could do whatever you want. Uh, but it's, it's really this idea that you're putting other spaces in spaces. Uh, when I think I talked about it last time, I talked a lot about how this would be huge for advertising and walking into a store and uh, walking up to a shirt and you pull out your app and the it, it could either A, put it on you, or B, it could actually show somebody wearing this and modeling it. Um, and all you're doing is holding that phone at the actual article of clothing on the rack and it kind of comes to life. There's a really, really great instance of this that anybody could kind of find. Uh, if you're a wine drinker, there's the 19 Crimes wines, which are phenomenal wines, but also now have interactive labels to them. And if you download the 19 Crimes app and you hold that up to the bottle, um, if you're not familiar with 19 Crimes, each label has a criminal that has been convicted of some kind of crime. And it's it's an older photo. When you hold up that phone with the app running, uh, it comes to life and it talks. And here's a little clip of what that sounds like and what they're telling. So these are actual bottles. When you hear this, this is the phone being held up to the bottle and the story that's being told. As a soldier, I fought for country. As a rebel, I fought for cause. As a man, I fought for freedom. My name is James Wilson, and I fight to the end. I am not ashamed to speak the truth. I was tried for treason, banished to Australia, yet I challenged my fate and brought six of my brothers to freedom. Think that we have been nearly nine years in this living tomb since our first arrest, and that it is impossible for mind or body to withstand the continual strain that is upon them. One or the other must give way. That's really an incredible app. I really recommend it, you trying it. You can even do it in the store when you're there. You don't have to buy the bottle. You could just hold it up there. But uh, one, marketing-wise, branding-wise, it's amazing that they did something like that. 
It takes what is normally a cool idea behind the title of the company, the brand of 19 Crimes, but now you're putting a story with it. And not only are you putting a story with it that someone who brings that bottle to a party can show and talk about, but anyone in general now knows the story of that particular bottle. And depending on the brand or what you like of their offerings, uh, you now know the story behind it. So from a branding perspective, it's really a really, really cool idea. Augmented reality has that benefit to it. You can create messages and stories around your brand and tell them using apps. You know, we always are pushing mobile devices now as being some, you know, when we look at analytics, mobile devices are going through the roof. They always have been the last couple of years, but now people are so engaged and they're willing to kind of get additional apps based on their favorite brands so that they can engage them more within an actual app on their phone. They're not necessarily going to a website. They're not just checking social media for updates. They're engaging brands using native apps by those brands. So when you have to do that 19 crimes, you actually have to go get their app to use it. Now you have their app and you have everything else that's associated with that app. So if you're marketing a business or your brand, is this something that you go into? Is this the 2018 space that we start to look at is getting into this augmented reality? There's a lot on the back end that has to happen. Of course, you have to develop an app, uh, when it comes to something like that, you have to have the story of the content. You have to have really good execution on producing these videos or creating these stories that are compelling, that are shareable. Uh, and from there, your audience is really going to be what shares it. You know, 19 Crimes is something I heard from somebody else. So it was it's interesting to see how that kind of works. And it was showed at a party. So everyone at the party knew about that 19 Crimes app now, and, and it may make them go out and buy the bottle just so they can show that, you know, and give it as a gift and say, Hey, look at this, look at what this does. And it becomes a, a topic of conversation and that's huge for brands. Uh, I've seen it with the food services that I've worked in where the best branding and marketing that we have are our customers, the people that buy it, that share it, that bring other people into their love for that brand or that food and share it. That's how you grow organically. Now, is augmented reality where 2018 is going? Uh, virtual reality kind of has its its ups and downs already. People are, you know, it's not making it. It is making it. It's, it's really based on how you look at it. There's not a Samsung device out there that they're not selling as a virtual reality machine, you know, that comes with a headset. You get the headset with it. I think you're going to see a lot more of that this year. But when it comes to marketing uh, augmented reality, how, how else can this work for us? Now I talked about the phone app, uh, the camera that has these augmented reality little things in them. The star Wars is really in there. Um, I saw stranger things as part of that app as well. You could bring in some stranger thing characters and they do different stuff. But when it comes to your business and your brand, where is there room for you to actually fit into this space? I had an interesting piece arrive at the university. Uh, it's actually from the U United States postal service. Um, it wasn't just mailed to me using that. It was actually from them. And when you open it up, it was a very generic university map. Um, it was an open, it was a hard card stock. It was a tri or a, uh, just an open brochure. Um, when you opened it, there was a very blank plain Jane map there on top of this, uh, brochure. And then it had little instructions in the corner, you know, scan this QR code, download the app and then put open the app and put it on top of this map. And when you did so, the buildings that were flat on the map came to life. There was 3D, they came up, there was voice that came on, there was a video that played, uh, and it was trying to sell this as a map service that the United States Postal Office uh, 
you know, service was offering as part of, I guess, mailings now, because it makes sense because now I could just fold this up and put it in something and send it to all my prospective students. Where I had a little bit of disconnect, there were two things. One was the instructions. There were four parts to it of what I had to do to actually get this map to work. And I don't know if that's too much or if it's enough for a prospective student to actually sit there. Maybe they want to engage the technology, maybe they don't. Uh, but it's a gamble at that point. How many people are going to open this app? I guarantee there's an analytics side to this where the post office is selling uh, you know, platform integration. You could go to the back end. You could see the amount of users that use it, what they click on, what they don't. I'm hoping that there's an analytics side to that. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to do it. I, I, it's not something right now. I mean, maps are really, really important in our business um, for visitors or for people that want to explore the campus. And this integration, this integration interaction into things that we already have is also important. When it comes to augmented reality, you're relying on them to use a device that's their own, follow your instructions, and actually pull that information out. The second part that I didn't like about it was it was actually a little bit clunky. The video paused um, at one point, and then another video started, and then the other one started again, and there was overlapping of audio, and it just got confusing. So it wasn't a perfect science, which kind of shame on the post office for sending something out that isn't a perfect science. And there wasn't a lot of instructions on what I can do. And from what I noticed, augmented reality um, can engage with you, but you can't really engage with it. Now, when we look at virtual reality, there's a lot more touch points. I can move around. I could uh, do different things on my screen. I could use head motions to actually activate things. Um, augmented reality is a little different because it's something that comes to life off of a page, piece of paper. I can't reach out. I can't touch it. I can't move it. I can't engage with it. So there's a little bit of that that I think needs to be figured out or figure out other ways for that to work. Uh, especially because you're using a device, so you'd have to be able to use some kind of touch points on the device. From a marketing perspective, again, if I can tell any more of a story or any more of our story from a brand perspective, um, a marketing message perspective, that's great. And I want to utilize new tools. I want to be in that space and I want to see what resonates with our audiences. Is that a cool technology? Yes. Is it going to be widely used by everybody that we send this out to? The 70,000 prospective students that we start you know, prospecting early on and we're only yielding a very small percentage of that is of actual enrolled, um, I don't know if they're going to engage with it. You don't know until you try, but you also have to consider the fact that you're going to put a lot of investment on the front end. Now to that end, uh, we've also rolled out an app in the past year on campus, a student app that is being really used a lot. And we're using it for more than just them seeing classes or schedules or events that are going on campus, but actually checking in to events and gaining points and being able to use those points for stuff. So regular apps work. I think from a business perspective, from a brand perspective, having an app is great, especially if you find a way to reward your customers for using it. Um, there's a lot that you can do with it. You can make push notifications, so you can actually push out messages to people that uh, you may not be able to get to them on social media as easy as you can. The difference between social uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the difference between those and actually getting an app on a device uh, is completely separated. You know, you're hoping to fall in their feed and have some post that catches their eye and then get engagement off of it. When you have an app, it's, an, it's them actively going into it and engaging with it because they find it useful, uh, their friends are doing it, or there's some benefit for them at the end of the day. You know, you're giving something back to them for using this app. I thought Foursquare, when it started up years ago, was a really interesting app. And I used it for quite a bit of time 
where I was checking in and trying to get badges and stuff in places and other people were using it. I mean, it gained momentum at first and then it kind of, from what I see now, I don't use it at all, but it seemed like it just stopped. You know, people quit using it the way that it, I thought that it would, could have been really effective. And it's probably kind of the market that they were looking at, maybe what they were looking to do with the app. Uh, I don't know that they engage businesses enough to get businesses to integrate Foursquare as part of a rewards program for customers. Could have been a lot more done there. There could have been really partnerships. I mean, if you look at how powerful reviews are these days and how much weight that actually holds for a business, Foursquare could have been really, really big for that and been one of those apps that's on everyone's device because of the usefulness of it. Now, I, like I said, I kind of fell off of it, so I could be missing something that Foursquare is really doing that's cool, and I don't know about it. Uh, but it's just one of those apps that kind of triggered in my mind just now that I remember using a lot, and I used it, and I really liked it, and I thought it was fun, and you could share those badges and all this stuff. Uh, but it just never took it to that next level. What was the next thing that I can do with this? So when you're thinking of your own business and maybe pivoting a little bit, saying, okay, I have the website, and it's working, uh, and I do all the social media and I have really good engagement, but what's missing? What's that missing component? How am I keeping my business up with the times? Uh, and how am I looking to the next step? And augmented reality and virtual reality are very much those next steps because these devices are, are really pushed towards that. They're really pushing those, you know, beyond the phone, beyond the text messaging, beyond the other social apps that you use your phone for. It could also be this device that, that has a completely different view of the world. Augmented reality is really, really cool. Uh, I really highly recommend getting in that 19 crimes and thinking about what they're actually doing, how those stories are impacting the brand overall. And when you look at them, they're right on brand. I mean, they're, they're, you know, you, you listen to it just now. It's amazing the stories that they're telling and what that will actually do for the brand in the long run. So where do you fit in? Where's your plan for that? Where do you even get started? Uh, I don't have answers for that, but I just think it's a really interesting topic and idea to discuss a little more. Um, I'd love to hear from you on this, so you can reach out to me on Twitter, at Ross Marone. Uh, as always, you can visit my website, thisismarketing.com. You can email me if you want to talk, if you have an idea, or you have a comment on the podcast, rossmarone at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.